this is mutual. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Thank you for calling the SNSA. Oh, you want to report an alien terrorist? Well, what kind of alien? Oh, illegal is not a county or planet, sir. Middle Eastern is okay, and... Oh, yes, I did say planet, but what I think you are looking for is the NSA. Oh, no, sir, this is the SNSA. The NSA is the National Security Agency, and their phone number is 301-688-6524. Well, sir, the SNSA is the Supernatural Security Agency. Oh, yes, sir, we're a real government agency. Yes, your tax dollars do pay for my rather outlandish salary. Well, there's no reason to be rude. Good day. Ma'am, Special Agent Wojtek is here. Oh, sir, Commander McQueen will see you now. Please go in. Facing the vision of a drowned woman, Dr. Xander Crow has found himself trapped in the mysterious town of Wormwood, a prisoner within the old house atop the hill. Now, as secrets are revealed and horror becomes undeniable, sinister new shadows have begun to creep across this strange town, lost forever at the crossroads of darkness and fate. Welcome to Wormwood. Episode 6, Ghost Hunters of Wormwood, written by Rob Allspaw. Come in, Special Agent Wojtek. Ma'am, there's something you need to see. What is it? We've had an event. Where? 38 degrees, 5 hours and 36 minutes north by 122 degrees... 33 hours, 55 minutes west, ma'am. Why do you do that? Because it annoys you, ma'am. Those coordinates are for a little town to the north of San Francisco. What was the event? We don't know yet. It was an astral beacon of some kind. All I know is, it was a big one. Two of our psychics will be out for a few weeks because of it. Cross chatter? We have a piece of news you will find interesting and disturbing. Apparently... Crow is involved. Damn it. Xander Crow, we should have put him down when we had the chance. He did save your life in Phoenix. If it weren't for him, my life wouldn't have been in danger in the first place. What is he doing there? How is that madman involved in this? We don't know yet. We're pulling everything we have on the place, which is not much. Cell phone records show that Crow has been in town for less than a month. We have a last known for his assistant. I sent a team to pick her up. Who'd you send? Johnson and McPhee. Well, tell McPhee to keep his hands to himself. She may cripple him if he gets too frisky with her. Already told him. I have to tell you, 
We really don't have the manpower for this right now. How do we not have the manpower? We have the largest budget in the government after parks and recreation. I don't handle the books, ma'am. This is just what the bean counters tell me. We'll have to outsource this one. To who? The chipmunks. Really? They'll take your phone call after the poltergeist incident in Wichita? They have no choice. They need the money. And they're cheaper than staying in-house? Oh, yeah. Trust me. We can double their rate and still be under budget. What are they doing now? Scamming civilians as low-rent ghost hunters, working out of the San Francisco Bay Area. Ugh, of course. There's no reason to behave like that, ma'am. It's not a choice they have. Ugh, whatever happened to Don't Ask, Don't Tell? We didn't ask, but someone told after Wichita. We had no choice. It's a shame. They were the best team we had. What are you going to tell them? I'm going to use a website blog we stumbled upon while researching the event. Someone by the name of Jimmy Details wrote in his blog that he, let me get this straight, got clowned by a dead girl. The blog also mentions Crow. I do believe that this Details has a hero worship complex with Crow. Ah, uh, not another one. I wish we would have rescued that girl, Sparrow. That was years ago, ma'am. She still doesn't know? No, and she won't. Yes, ma'am. But if you don't mind me saying, I think it's a mistake. Events in San Francisco didn't have to go down the way they did. I've heard your argument before, Special Agent, and I'm still not changing my mind. You're dismissed. Yes, ma'am. Yeah? Dale, it's... Wojtek! Mother... What do you want? Chip, I have an assignment for you and Dale. You do, do you? That's funny. I don't seem to recall working for you any longer. Remember you fired us for conduct not becoming a United States special agent. Chip, you know I had no choice in the matter. First Phoenix, and then when Wichita went public. Especially since you and your partner were... outed. I had no choice. Yes, you had no choice. That's what I heard the first time at the tribunal. Let me ask you something, Elijah. When you look at yourself in the mirror, do you still see the shame of betrayal stamped on your face? Chip, are we just going to go around and around on this? What are you doing here? Chip, Dale, hear me out. We've been chasing you guys for the last month. We seem to keep missing you. Why were you guys down in the Mexican interior? Vacation. I knew that was McPhee. Did he like the prostitute I sent him? He wasn't amused. That's too bad. I was. I figured that since he likes filling up little girls, he might like to try the other sex. Damn it, Chip. You know he had nothing to do with you or Dale being dismissed. You were there. Yeah, right. All I know is two teams were sent to Wichita to investigate a level four poltergeist occurrence. Everything was going smoothly until McPhee and Johnson disappeared. The agency gets outed in the media, and then we get outed, as if our relationship had ever affected our work. You know that, Elijah. But no, we get outed, and it's goodbye career, never mind that we were the best you had. I'll bet McPhee still can't even tell a haunting from a spectral possession. It was him, Elijah, and you know it. It was payback for Phoenix, and you let it happen. Why are you here, Elijah? Why can't you leave us in peace? I'm here to offer you and Dale a job. It's a recon job, about two hours north. Why? Why what? Why us? Send McPhee and Johnson. Because you're right. McPhee can't handle it, Chip. Before Phoenix, you were the best pair of field agents I had. Had, as in 
past tense. Look, Chip, let's get down to it. I know you and Dale need the work, and I will pay double your current rates. What's the job? Simple recon job. Verification and classification. What's the situation? Field rep? Well, some local idiot posted on his blog that he got, and I quote here, clowned by a dead girl. So? What's so special about this? Some guy got bagged by a goth girl? Happens every day. Shortly thereafter, we recorded a psychic beacon of some kind. Unclassified. We've never seen anything like it. Interesting. Why aren't you containing this? The agency always seeks to contain this type of event. It's an unclassified event. We don't know what it is. That's why we're farming this out to you and Dale. Just recon, verify, and classify. That's all. What about McPhee and Johnson? What about them? Keep them out of our sight. They're on another assignment right now, Chip. The agency has bigger fish to fry. I don't know. Look, here's the bottom line. Do this job and maybe, I can't stress that word enough, maybe we'll see about getting you guys back in the fold. Done. What? Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. What about our relationship? We'll get a better PR guy. Fine. Where are we going? A little town called Wormwood. Oh, crap. Damn it. Wormwood? Yes. I never thought I would have to go back to that place. Okay. Don't be mad. But I lied to you when I said I was from San Francisco. Don't give me that look and keep your eyes on the road. Look, I had my reasons for lying. Okay, fine, I'm sorry. Keep your eyes on the road. Everything else is true, though. I did come out to the high school quarterback after I tutored him for a semester. I thought we had a connection. Turns out the only connection we had was my face in his fist. Yeah, I know. But that's not why I lied about Wormwood. I hate that place. I never wanted to come back. Not after that night. It was near graduation when I asked him to prom. I didn't know he was going to react like that. I I thought, you know, there might be something. A, a foolish boy wishing for the moon. We had it out in the library, and then we went our separate ways after the fight. I never saw him again. But that night was the party. For the last three years, Cindy Carlisle always threw a party before school was out. She was the sheriff's only daughter, so she got away with stuff. I hadn't been to her house for a couple of years due to a disagreement we had. She liked me, and I rejected her. Nobody rejected Cindy Carlisle. After my fight, she saw me walking down the street outside of her house, which was right next door to the library. We talked. She asked me to come to the party. She said, let bygones be bygones, and let's forget the past. So I went to her house. As soon as I got there, I was handed a beer. Cindy told me the quarterback was down in the basement waiting for me. I guess he wanted to apologize. When I got to the edge of the landing that led down to the basement, I heard her say something like, Nobody rejects me! I felt hands on my back and I tumbled to the basement floor. <laughs> 90210. I am not a drama queen. This is my story. And this is how I remember it. Anyway, I'm positive they put something in my beer. Probably a sleeping pill or two. I'm not sure, but when I came to, groggy and dazed, I remember the creature. It was aware of me. I remember as though it were crawling in the shadow. It wasn't in the room with me, but it felt like it was. It was reaching out, whispering. Words? Maybe. 
I don't know, but its meaning was clear. I remember it so vividly. I remember it told me that its master didn't want me dead, but it could play with me all night long. I was so scared. Hmm. Apparition? Demon. Probably a type 3. Maybe type 4. I've never found exactly which demon in any of the texts. Yeah, it was. It sat there in my head all night, laughing, toying with me. It said horrible things to me. It knew everything. I think I must have finally passed out from the pain or fear or the drugs or maybe all of it. I woke up the next morning in the hospital. I had a broken leg and didn't remember how I had broken it or why I was down in the basement. Sheriff Carlisle found me the next morning. He had just come back from the hospital. Cindy had died of a massive aneurysm. Demon? It told me it would kill her for me, for entertainment. Of course, I had no recollection of any of it. And yet you remember. Years of psychotherapy and hypnosis. I guess I had blocked out the whole thing. Or maybe the creature blocked it from me. All I knew after that night that I was deathly afraid of that house and the town of Wormwood. I had to get out of town. I took early admittance at Berkeley and skipped graduation. I never came back to Wormwood, not even for my father's funeral. Mom never understood why. No? I'm stronger than I was, but I never wanted to come back to this place. And yet, here we are. Welcome to Wormwood. Welcome to town. Strange. You feel that too? It's like psychic humidity. I know it's late, but let's stop off at the lake. That's normally where these things start. We can take a couple of readings. I'll try to check in with local law tomorrow. Take the next off-ramp and then turn left. This is the back way to the lake, and it's narrow, so be careful. Dark. Wormwood's like that. Watch out! (laughs) McPhee. That's right. He bought a Dodge Charger just like that right after Sparrow snapped his wrist. He said it made him look tougher. Ass. What was that, a 68? 67. All right, let's stop here. Griffin Lake. There's an old rumor about a guy who used to live around here a long time ago. He was drowned in the lake in some sort of ritual. But the ritual went wrong and he came back as the Muddy Man to haunt the town. The Muddy Man? There's even a little rhyme. Want to hear it? Pass. I looked into it way back in my first year, but I was never able to confirm. Probably just another rural legend. Cautionary tale for the kids swimming in the lake. Flashlight? Thanks. Wait, what's that up there on the shore? Shine your light over there. Bloody foam. Looks bad. Grab the spectral imager and the astral resonance detector. .562? Really? A .298 was the record. Astral? None. Wattage? Low. Switch to earthbound capture. Maybe we have a runner. Switched. Lots of greens. Christmas or mint? Mint! Hot damn! We got something out here. Look at that foam. There's some kind of clear jelly-like residue. Something feasted or mated. Gloves! I got them on. Jesus, worse than my mother. You wish. All right. Here's what we're going to do. Let's play this one by the book. Grab what you need to take a full reading, and I will try to scare up the local yokel as per regs. You gonna be okay? Yeah. Story? Probably go with the truth with alterations. Be prepared to show tin. Dale? Yeah? 
I've got a bad feeling about this. I know. Go. All right, be safe. Why didn't I hire Darlene when I knew she couldn't type? Why do I wait till the last minute to finish these reports? Oh, uh, can I help you? Working late, Sheriff? Yeah, unfortunately, reports won't type themselves. Do I know you? Oh, my God. Tom? Tom Bradley? You're the Sheriff? Can I help you? You don't remember me? Nope. Can't say that I do. You look like a fed, though. Well, maybe this will help you, Sheriff. I am Special Agent Chip Drexel, affiliated with the Supernatural Security Agency. My partner and I are in town to investigate a recent phenomenon. We received word, via an internet log, that there had been a spectral contact with a witness. We need to speak with a, let me see here, a Mr. James Details. Chip Drexel? From high school? Wayne's cousin? You remember me now, Tom? Hoo-hoo-hoo, boy, yeah. Well, it's been a while, Chip. Where'd you disappear to? Hey, have you talked to Wayne yet? I'm, I'm sure he's dying to know what happened. Sheriff, I'm actually here as part of a formal investigation. This visit? This is a courtesy extended by my agency. We're currently investigating the town of Wormwood. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. Slow down, okay, Chip? Look, I haven't seen you in nearly 20 years, and you breeze in here and tell me you're working for some government agency investigating my town? Are you aware of the recent psychic event, Sheriff? I'm not even sure what you mean, Chip. Well, that's why we're the experts. Can I expect you to assist us or impede our investigation? I can have federal agents up here in no time. If you want to play hardball, Tom... Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow it slow it down, Chip. Look, you need to give me time to catch up. Where have you been for the last 20 years? Sheriff, what do you care where I've been? As I recall, the last time I saw you, you sucker-punched me and called me queer. And then, that night, after what you and Cindy Carlyle did to me... Wait just a damn minute, Chip. What do you mean, after what you and Cindy did to me? You don't remember that part? The part where you had Cindy drug my beer and told me you were waiting to apologize to me in the basement? How did you think I broke my leg? She pushed me down a flight of steps. Chip, I had nothing to do with that. I wasn't even at that party. Cindy... Carlisle, jeez, I haven't thought about her in years. Why, it's tragic what happened to her. Oh, please. You expect me to believe that she plotted to get me over to her house by using your name? That you had nothing to do with it? Yes, I do, Chip, because it's the truth. You knew how she was. She carried a a grudge a long way. She had a mean streak in her, that girl. Uh, I wouldn't put it past her. How come you never said anything about that? Well, Tom, maybe it's because she also died that night. Yeah, I remember her daddy took it real hard. He was the sheriff at the time. And and, and then the football coach, too. I always liked that guy. Hate to interrupt your trip down memory lane, Tom. But as I mentioned, I'm on an official investigation, and I need to contact this details kid. Why? What has he done? Let me warn you right now, Sheriff. This is a federal investigation, and there will be consequences for any untoward actions. I don't much like your tone, Chip. You come barging into my station all high and mighty... 
You want to get in my way, Tom? Please, tell me you do. Obstructing a federal investigation and impeding a federal agent in the course of an investigation? I can have your badge. I'm sure they taught you that in sheriff school. Where is Jimmy Details? Uh-uh. No way, special agent. I'm not going to give you a damn thing till I check credentials. If you have credentials, now that I learned in sheriff school. Fine. Here's my card. My badge number's on the back. Ask for Elijah Wojtek. He's the special agent in charge of this operation. My partner and I will be in town for a few days. Oh, damn it! First Crow and now this. I hope this isn't going to start up again. Crow? As in Dr. Xander Crow? You know him? Yes, I know him. Delightful, isn't he? Yeah, as delightful as a root canal. His assistant, Sparrow, is even more fun. Sheriff, my partner's waiting for me at the lake. Call me after you've verified all our information, and then do me a favor and stay the hell out of our way. Chip, look, I always wanted to apologize for the way I acted that day. I just never knew how to. Sheriff, I've been to a lot of small towns in my travels, and you want to know what the one constant is? What's that? Sooner or later, secrets always come back to life. Is that a threat? No, Sheriff. Merely an observation. I'll be in touch. Dale, Dale, pack it up. We're out of here. What? Why? Wojtek lied. Crows in town. This smells like a setup. Oh, and the quarterback is the sheriff. We're done here. Check the readings. What? Let me see that. That can't be right. Spectral graph? 30 parts per 1,000 microns. 30 parts? Did you confirm? Bitch, please. Right. Did you run the protoplasma electrograph? Right here. Good lord. I've never seen one so clear. Wojtek was right. Details was just the tip of the iceberg. We are looking at a major event. This explains Mexico. Crow? Yes. He's in town, and... No, I don't know why. The sheriff was less than forthcoming with me. Hiding something? I think so. He definitely knows more than he lets on. I'm not fooled by his dumb hick sheriff routine any more than I was by his golden boy quarterback routine. Crow and an event. I know what this means. This could make us in the industry. But... No! What... What do you mean? Don't look at me like that. The agency. Yes, I know. It could get us back into the agency. Is it... It's that important to you? It's... It's all right. No. No, it's not. I know how much it means to you, honey. I I know how great it would be to be back in with the agency, back among our peers. Well, except McPhee... Okay, let's do it. You sure? How can I resist? If there's one thing I hate worse than homophobic sheriffs, it's that goddamn crow. And this may be our chance to take them both down. (laughs) Yes. All right. Change of plans. We capture crow, contain the event, and get our badges back. Let me make a call. Elijah? It's Chip. You have a problem, and we are not pleased. No, just listen. I'm going to tell you what Dale and I are going to do, and then I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. 
It's time to dust off those badges, Wojtek. We're coming back. Wormwood Crossroads is produced and distributed by Habit Forming Films, LLC, and features the cast of Season 2 characters. Arthur Russell as Dr. Xander Crow, Sonia Perozzi as Sparrow and Rachel Nolan, Scott Olenek as Jacob Kidder, Rob Grindlinger as Sheriff Bradley and Cedric Bloomington, Coralie Nickars as Deidre Frost, Joe J. Thomas as Hank Mason and your announcer, Dave Johnston as Wayne Drexel and Jonathan Kidder, Anna Maganini as Lynette Bradley and Peggy Nolan, Cheyenne Besides as Lamora Haskell and Sister George, Zachary Folks as Brent Saunders, Andrew Ramirez as Dexter Nolan, Peter Dirksen as Jonesy and Jimmy Details, and introducing Nicole Rayburn as Harmony Barrister. Additional voices provided by the talented cast. Original music compositions by Todd Hodges. The Wormwood writing staff includes David Acampo, Jeremy Rogers, Jeremiah Allen, Rob Allspaw, Tiffany K. Whitney, and Rick Beta Jr. Wormwood created by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Copyright 2008 Habit Forming Films LLC. Wormwood is a serialized podcast drama and cannot be distributed in part or whole outside of the podcast format without written consent from the creators. For more information on the cast, creators, and individual episode credits, please visit www.wormwoodshow.com. Thank you for listening, and welcome to town. Confirm. Bitch, please. Hi there. Do you like science fiction and fantasy? Well, you're in luck. Wednesday Wonders is the mutual audio feed that has all things to do with the world of the unknown. Subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed every day for amazing audio, or you can find the Wednesday Wonders for all of your sci-fi and fantasy needs in your favourite podcast player. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.